Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. I am very happy and a little nervous because we've got the entire band on the line right now from Until I Wake. Guys, I'm going to start with Cody and then we'll go around. Cody, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. Alex, how how about yourself? (laughs) I'm doing wonderful, currently cooking some dinner, but I'm doing great. Very nice. And what about yourself, uh, Ryan in August? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm stuck here with August, so that sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I, I like the dynamic that you guys already have. So right now, is everyone now, we have different calls going on on the Zoom, but are you guys all in the same city or are you guys spread out right now? More or less. Uh, we're a little spread out. I'm I'm about two hours south of the rest of the guys. Okay. Uh, me and August are sitting on each other's laps, and then Cody's probably like 10 minutes from us. Oh, okay. But sitting on <laughs> someone's lap, I would hope, at least. <laughs> yeah. August is sitting on my knee, and I'm just bouncing him up and down. He's having a great time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's No, I, hey, look. Like I said, like I said when we were talking off air, uh, I can tell you guys are seasoned vets at this. So <laughs> that, that totally makes sense. I'm already picturing where you guys are and what you guys are doing, which makes this go so much smoother. So now I can just imagine that you're each on each other's laps. So that's, that's yeah, real, realistically, August and I are just sitting here drinking a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is completely fine as well. Now, are you guys in the New York area? Are you in Buffalo or two hours outside of Buffalo? Is that where you guys are right now? Yeah, we're all in Buffalo, except for Alex is about, uh, in bumfuck nowhere. About He's two in hours away. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about like I said, I'm about two hours south of yeah. Buffalo, New York. It's a little town called Portville, New York. Okay, thought right. it was Cuba. <laughs> uh, Cuba, Portville, pick whatever one you want. Yeah, Cuba. I mean, I would assume, I would assume, uh, same government features, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, depending, yeah, what you want to listen to. <laughs> it is New York. I get it. See, now, now that I've moved to Austin, so I, I originally a month or so ago, I was living in Boston. And now I'm living in Austin, so now I get to make all the northerner jokes that I want to. It just comes with the territory. <laughs> so, yeah, it works yeah. out well. But now, guys, I definitely want to – we're going to promote this, and we're going to talk about a lot, I'm sure. So the big news, because this will be coming out closer to when the album actually comes out, is you guys have your brand-new – your debut brand-new album coming out on the 9th of September through Fearless Records, and it's called Inside My Head. That is awesome. Now, I gotta, I think one of the things I want to start with is, first of all, let's, I'll just ask you, Cody, straight up, when did you guys start as a band? Uh, I think we started as a band three years ago. Okay, so you're 2019, right? Yeah, I think we started in 2019, and then we didn't, uh, we didn't actually release as a band until 2020 we took about a year to kind of build everything and write everything which is the first self-titled ep yep and then yeah i think we debuted right in the beginning of uh 2020 or yeah that sounds right to me i think yeah (laughs) yeah it was right when the yeah right when all that uh started going down right you guys went from uh you know three years ago starting the band you release your EP, and now, by the way, the EP was released around the same time or right when you signed with Fearless, correct? Or when the announcement went out, at least. 
yeah, basically we, we had like a, a song that we were writing and ready to release that was going to be like for the album to start the album. And they're like, Hey, let's take this song and put it on the EP and make it a six song EP. Ah. So they hit us up back in November of 2020. Um, so like within the first year that we debuted, they started talking to us in November and then, uh, doing all the contracts and stuff like that. We originally wanted to release that single on the one year anniversary of us being a band. Ah. And instead they had us like push it back to like, I think it was like July, June or yeah, July. July. Yeah. And yeah. Then, they had, then they had us debut on Fearless with Nightmares, which was that song. And then they just chalked it up as a, as an EP song and then had us fresh in the studio writing the album. Wow. Yeah. That's, and yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of where I was going is you've got, you know, Fearless, you had the pandemic, you somehow made it through an even more popular band after the pandemic, which I'm not sure many bands can actually say. And then now a little over a year after all of that, you have your debut album coming out. So I guess the question right away is, so was it one of you that sold your souls or was it all of you? All of us. Oh, okay. Wasn't me. <laughs> Not Cody. <laughs> Cody would never sell his. Not <laughs> a million years. Gotcha. Yeah. In the yeah. in the words of Bad Omens, the devil sold his soul to me. There you go. I, oh. <laughs> I like I like the scene pool. I like the scene pool there. Well, well done. <laughs> but no, I mean, really, it does, and I'm sure many people have said this on interviews and and just everything that you guys have done. You really came out of nowhere. I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable what you guys have been able to pull off in such a little amount of time. It's such an extremely small amount of time, especially the way the scene is and the way music has been for a while. Finding that brand new band that just hits right away is, like I said, it's it's pretty unheard of, uh, you know, these days. How do you guys normally deal with this? It seems like you guys are, you know, you're fun guys. You you enjoy, you know, joking around and whatnot. But it, it, did you just let that kind of stuff roll off your back? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I try. I know uh, some of us more than others have a hard time with that. Um, but I know for me personally, you kind of have to let it roll. You have to, yeah. you know. What is this about? What is that on? Um, do you do you mind uh, re-asking the question for him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did you not? Okay. So basically. You know, having all of that pressure basically put on you from being such a new band, do you let that kind of stuff, does that pressure and that that accolade, what people have been saying, does it just kind of roll off your back or is does it drive you to go further? Uh, everything drives us. Yeah. Everything drives us. Yeah, yeah, I would say the positive stuff, the negative stuff. And like, yeah. I don't know, as a band, I think we're too loose. We have too much fun. <laughs> and like, we just, we fuck around like nonstop with each other. Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of like if somebody doesn't like the music or whatever, and we're too new and this and that, whatever, it's just kind of like, all right, that's cool, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like an is what it is situation. Like, we just take them for like, not with a grain of salt, but if someone's like really shitting on us, mm-hmm. like, like, whatever, like, you. <laughs> There's someone else that'll like our yeah. stuff and you don't have to because there's plenty of other bands to listen to. So right. we just run yeah, with dude, it and keep going. So early on in our in our career, there's so many diehard fans that have driven like six to eight hours out just to see us and stuff like that. It's like, dude, like I care about those people and I forget you if right. you don't like us. You know? Yeah. Right. No, that that's the absolute mindset to have. But really, so 
sorry, I wasn't even going there necessarily with the question. It was more about the accolades and the pressure right. of it. But yeah. have you guys uh, really seen? Well, no, no, I, I like where you went. But have you guys really seen that that hatred, you know, quote unquote, hatred towards you for being such a new band? And if you have heard it from bands, please name names. Uh, <laughs> not really. I don't think not so. really. No. OK, that's good. All right. So is it more coming from the shitty areas of like Twitter, Facebook, that kind of garbage? It's like Reddit. I think Reddit more or less dogs on shit. Yeah. That's that's a very yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah, but it, yeah, it makes fuck sense. Those guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, repeat that if you could. He said basically he said fuck the people that don't like us. Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. Right. fuck all of them. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> all of them, everyone. I just yeah. want to make sure that was clear and I get to use that as a quote. That's all. That's all. Yeah, Alex yeah. Curtin, the drummer for Charlie Wade. Um, that was very clear. So he, he said, "If you don't like us, well, you're a fucking meanie." So oh, yeah. there you go. Whoa, guys! I, I said meanie. I said some language was okay, but meanie's taking it a little bit too far. All right. I mean, sorry, man. I didn't mean to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's let's move on from you know being more of a new band, but kind of in the same area i think one of the big things to mention and one of the reasons i mean i really enjoy this chance to get to know you guys a little bit more you guys legitimately your first tour was with attack you know the new attack attack and con uh conquer divide ah conquer divide there we go i can actually speak and then <laughs> your second your second tour but also one of the biggest tours recently was with the word alive and crown the empire doing you know the fallout anniversary tour I mean, I'm not going to ask you like, oh, were you blown away? All that kind of stuff. What I'd really like to know from you guys, and maybe it's different for each one of you, but when you were touring and doing your first and second tour, was there a lesson that you specifically learned from those two tours that you'll be able to take with you on future tours? Oh, man, there's so many. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool things I'd say. I mean, you know, you can never be too like prepared for tour. I feel like you, you make like a lot of solid friends along the way and kind of like learn who to distance yourself from, you know, that we haven't met anybody like, you know, shitty or nothing like that. All the bands you've been on tour with have been great. Great. And the dudes in crown the empire, they're fucking fantastic. The best dudes. And like, you know, going, like going into that tour, I'm like, dang, hopefully like they're cool with us being uh, like so new and all that stuff. And we made like best friends with them. Nice. And that was sweet. And, uh, yeah, basically, I don't know, like, there's a lot of stuff to learn. And there's a lot of like, you know, things that kind of like make you like think slow down budget, you know, right now, mm -hmm. like on tour, we've been touring in the like, not the best vehicles and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's like one of the things that we need to like focus on before hitting the road next. And I think that that's like the only like actual big, like learning curve, you know, that kind of hits us negatively is, is just being able to make sure that we're touring like properly for comfort yeah. and all that stuff. I would say another huge thing on top of that is definitely the comfort thing, but also having someone to run your merch table ah. from the first tour to the second, not having a merch guy on the first tour. It was cool hanging at the table, but second tour is like a total game changer. You know what I mean? We can yeah. have time to wind down and get ready for the show and relax and everything like that. I would say that was my biggest thing was having someone to sell merch for us for sure. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Cody, you got anything as well? Um, hmm, I'd say, yeah, I mean, as far as like, uh, performing and all that, yeah, you learn something new every day, how to like improve, um, stuff like that. But I'd say as far as like personally, sure, 
what I've learned from it. Uh, like, uh, don't drink I'd probably, yeah, yeah, well, I'd, I'd say just like <laughs> kind of balancing like when to party and how hard to go and all that stuff. Sure. And like when to go to sleep and not maybe <laughs> stay up all night drinking five <laughs> nights in a row. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's a big one. No, I, that, yeah. that completely makes sense. And just to focus on you for a second, Cody, and we'll, we'll go around, but especially because you're doing you know, both sets of vocals basically. And, and I do want to ask, I, unfortunately I did not get a chance to see you because of my move. I did not get a chance to see from Boston to Austin. I didn't get a chance to see you guys live, which I normally would have, but so I don't know if you have people filling in for some of the uh, vocal parts or not, but since you're doing a lot of, you're doing the combination of singing and screaming, how much did you realize that that kind of, you know, partying, drinking, staying up, that that really affected your vocals? And do you have any specific warm-ups that you know you're going to do now when you go out on tour again? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're uh, feeling all shitty and hungover and tired, um, yeah, it could definitely affect the amount of energy. I mean, no matter how, like, tired or hungover we were, we when we got on stage for that 20, 25 minutes, uh, we made sure to give it all our energy, but yeah, it's definitely a lot harder when you're not feeling great. Um, and then as far as the backing vocal stuff, mm-hmm. well, that would probably tie into like another lesson that we kind of learned because oh. no, no one in the band does, uh, any type of backup vocals. So there are some parts that uh, now going back, we can uh, make sure that we fill those gaps in somehow, um, whether it be someone doing them or having them in the tracks. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I have not heard the full album yet. You know, I, I didn't get that before this interview. I think it's because it's a little bit before the time that they're going to release everything. But I have heard all of the other tracks that you've done and a lot of them have that interwoven uh you know screaming singing you know one one sentence ends and the next sentence begins really quickly so alex ryan august do any of you guys see yourself like picking that up do you see that in your future well when we went to uh we had a studio trip recently uh cody did like a guest feature on a song and stuff we went over all like the live set things with what we learned you know fine-tuned everything mm-hmm. uh basically cody did like a uh kind of like a live performance of the songs and one of our producers basically went in and they're like okay so these are the spots where you're going to need help with like backing vocals and stuff uh-huh. and put tracks behind them because none of us are going to end up filling in uh-huh. and like to bring somebody else on board you know into the band is like something we're super like iffy about because of the fact that the band as like as a four-piece has so much chemistry together right that like we don't want to like throw any of that off throwing in like a fifth member and all that Mm -hmm. you know plus like with our traveling situation everything that we do is just kind of like you know the four of us just like exactly how we want it you know so he just plugged in all the vocals that he would need the backup support in into like the tracks and stuff which i think is like completely fine because you know, it doesn't make us a shitty band. It just, it's, I feel like that would be like the most normal, you know, you don't have a backing vocal. So we're definitely more than capable of, of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, that we're more, many of us in the band are, are more so performers than anything else. Sure. And we like to move around so much and on stage and 
just have a great time on stage. You know, we'd rather not be trapped in a spot trying to do multiple things at once, you know? So yeah, everyone has their spot in the band and they hold it very well. So throwing vocals on them, I think would not be a good idea. Just pretty much what they said. Yeah. It's just, we'll throw it in some other way and fill in those gaps for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex, Alex has like 10 years of opera under his belt. So oh. I was thinking maybe, you know, <laughs> if it comes down to it, maybe Alex could do it. Yeah. Alex, you've been, you've been volunteering. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that that makes total sense uh for sure. And and I do absolutely agree as well. I think there are plenty of amazing bands that have like let's say specifically like a frontman who also plays guitar. I mean, there are some absolutely amazing bands, but a lot of times with at least some of those bands, when I see them live, there almost is something a little bit lacking about the performance itself when you have to kind of stay stationary and, and do that. Yes. Yeah. So I completely understand when you guys are jumping around, you're moving as much as you can. You have that extra connection with the crowd. Yes. So yeah, yeah, I completely, but you know that. who, you know, who nails that really well though is pierce the veil. Yes. You know, like yes. Vic, Vic just kills it every time. And it's like, dude, how the hell do you do all this? And you're insane. Yes. Like you never miss. I would also say one more that always comes to mind. I don't know. I mean, you, your fellow New York bands, but uh, Bayside, Anthony from Bayside. I've heard of them. I haven't really listened to them too oh, much, wow. but he does that. He plays guitar and sings at the same time. Yeah, they've been going for a really long time. They're like, I wouldn't even call them post-hardcore. They're more just on, on that rock area. Oh, yeah. But they have been, I mean, they've been killing it since I think, I want to say like early 2000s somewhere around there and they come out with a new album probably every two years but they are just i believe they're a four piece and anthony is the he's the only person who sings during live shows and he plays guitar and he's been one of the only people to connect besides pierce the veil because they do a great job as well or had done a great job i don't know how they will be now after all this time off but i would assume they'd be able to do pretty well oh yeah yeah hell yeah when you when you think of bands coming back because i i can tell by your music you are an amalgamation or you you take inspiration from a lot of different bands for sure i am not going to ask you what your favorite band is because i think that is uh very cliche but in general you guys have a great amalgamation of a lot of different types of styles of music as well as bands themselves when you see a band like pierce avail i think they just announced you know their european uh tour or something like that and i think they're going to do one at some point here in the States again, they've been gone for a very long time. I mean, you toured with Attack Attack. So there are bands from the past that are now coming back and whether it's nostalgia or making new music, whatever it happens to be, do each one of you guys have a band that you are extremely excited about that's back or that you would love to see again, one that hasn't come back yet? Ooh, damn. Uh, I see stars when they come back. Oh, and yeah. until yeah. I wake on their comeback tour, mm-hmm. that's going to be exciting. <laughs> I, I could see you guys. I could definitely see you guys touring with Icy Stars. No doubt about it. Well, we met uh, we met Devin in L.A. Yeah. And I, I joked about when they do that comeback tour because it's got to happen. It's going to happen. There's yeah. no way. I was like, when you guys book that until I wake, it's going to be on it. You know this, right? <laughs> and like just joking around, whatever. And then he was like asking a bunch of questions. And I'm like, all right. So there's some interest. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But. <laughs> hundred percent though, I see stars when they come back, it's going to pop off. It's going to be sick. Nice. 
No, that's a, that's a good one. Devin, I've had Devin kind of on the show. I did a uh, backstage with Telly, who obviously you guys know, and uh, he came in and everyone was drinking and taking shots. And that just seems like a great person to hang out with. Yeah, that dude was fucking oh, yeah. great. I, I've never <laughs> met him before. And Cody was like, holy shit. I was like, what? He's like, oh, it's down. I was like, oh, Jesus. But he was just super chill. Like Luke Holland was there too. And he's like one of my biggest oh, heroes. And yeah. They were the nicest guys in the fucking world. I mean, can't really ask for much better people, in my opinion. That's awesome. Yeah, it seems like you guys had definitely had some good experience. So anyone else want to throw in a band at all? I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely go with Pierce the Veil on yeah. that one for sure. Okay. Pierce Also, Pierce the Veil's got that True Power tour coming up with I Prevail. Oh, that's right. I don't right. know when that starts. I know it runs through November. Yeah. Yeah. Their, uh, their guitarist, Tony, he's uh, it's always been a very big influence on me. Um mm-hmm over the years you know so definitely love that band and you know would love to see them hit it hard again absolutely yeah no i think i mean you know they had their issues in the past i think things are you know getting back to where they want to be being on a huge tour like that is going to do very well i wouldn't be surprised if we heard new music soon definitely absolutely yeah, it seems like that's the direction to go. All right, let's let's definitely, you know, I, I like talking about some of the background. I'm sure we'll get to some other stuff. But I definitely want to talk about the new album, Inside My Head, which we mentioned is out September 9th on Fearless. So you have four, at the time of this recording, you have four singles that are out right now. You have another one coming up in a little bit. Do you mind telling me, I mean, you know, feel free to go in depth. I'm very interested to know what direction you guys decided to go in. Did you stick with the similar aspects of what you did, uh, you know, with the self-titled? Uh, did you go ahead and refine that or did you go in different directions? And it, any one of you, if you guys want to start. We excelled that. <laughs> we, uh, we, I was going to leave it up to Cody. I didn't see the green square going around his, his little picture there, but sure. uh, if he wants to add to it after. So basically it's kind of like the EP, but better and more and more diverse. Mm-hmm. We kind of like hit every area of the spectrum that we could. And uh, I think that it's just a really good like collaboration of sound, you know, cause we have songs that are as heavy as like you probably consider them like deathcore, And oh. then we've got the ballads of course, and some like fun stuff in between. And uh, then, of course, like the metalcore and rock stuff. Sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy listening to it. You know, uh, not on the daily, but you know, let's say once a week or so, I'll run through it just to just to hear what we did. And oh, nice. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's almost like a pop punk in some songs, in my opinion. And then, yeah, pretty much what Ryan said. It's just it kind of caters to everyone who likes music with drums and guitars <laughs> <laughs> the whole spectrum every yeah it's, it's kind of like if you can't find a song then like too bad you know what i mean it's it's super diverse in that aspect so very cool yeah i i mean it seems like you'd want to keep people's attention as much as possible especially nowadays that's exactly it and like ryan was saying with the heavy songs that you would consider deathcore like people aren't expecting that you know they hear all of our other songs which they have heavy parts but you know i wouldn't say they're softer but they're definitely like rock Mm -hmm. rockier i guess you want to call that so when they hear these these other songs they're gonna make what the fuck just happened in a good way hopefully you know what i mean it's it's gonna be really cool to see no no it will be a good way yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry yeah Yeah, you gotta stay positive come on we're pushing we're pushing that method Uh, yeah 
But no, it'll be cool to see people's reactions and stuff. So. Oh, there you go. Cody, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think that the album is very diverse. It's it's like everything that we pretty much grew up listening to throughout like the 2010 era of music. We yeah. have like the metalcore stuff, the more pop punky stuff, you know, heavy stuff, rock stuff. I think it's uh I don't yeah, I don't think we followed any type of cookie cutter formula for it. I think there's a little bit of everything on there. Now is it we'll start with you Cody, was there anything on the new album that you pushed yourself for that you're excited for people to hear, you know, besides just, you know, like one song or, Hey, the whole album, is there anything that you really feel proud about something vocally you did some hook, something like that, that you're really looking forward to people hearing? Uh, yeah, I think that there's a couple songs on this album that sound like nothing that anyone's heard us do before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that does involve me trying out a couple different, uh, like there's definitely stuff vocally that I do on this album and some of these songs that I never did on any of the EP songs. So yeah, there's, there's definitely some stuff on there that I'm like, can't wait for people to hear. Oh, very cool. All right, Alex, what about yourself? Yeah, I mean, the kind of taking the words out of my mouth, you know, it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I pretty much nail it on the head with that. Yeah, just, just waiting to see what people think. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, Ryan or August, what about yourselves? Man, uh, there's just... <laughs> I've been waiting over a year to put this all out, man. <laughs> it, uh, it's... I listen to it pretty regularly, honestly. And um, it's just there's, there's a lot, whether it be instrumentally or just how diverse the songs are. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for people to hear you know, all these different sides of us because, you know, we released the first EP mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of the songs, you know, they're, they're pretty similar in a lot of ways, you know, right. Um, we still have the diversity in the, in the songs that we've released, but, sure. uh, <laughs> really this record, I mean, it's going to showcase sides of us. Like everybody else has said that, um, you know, people have not seen out of us. And I, I, just, I really cannot wait for people to see, what we are capable of yeah, and just see how it resonates with people too. You know, yeah, I, I think that my favorite part about it is the fact that like, you know, when you basically we sign a fearless, you know, release a couple more like Rocky jams and you know, there's probably the idea in people's head, like, Oh, they sold out and they're playing <laughs> just like rock slash metal core kind of whatever. And then we just like to hit them with the curveballs and do shit that people wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite part about the album is that we have that rock music on it. And then nobody's heard the heaviest that until I wake could get and then they get this album they're gonna be like holy fucking shit right. like there's a death core song on this album where cody is just going off the walls like mo- uh like motionless and white highs and the craziest friggin lows and shit and it's just like nice. you know it's gonna be fun to see and hear about people's reactions to the album as a whole yeah because of that as you know just because of that right yeah. that sounds i mean I was already interested in it, but now obviously I'm more interested. So I always, I always appreciate hearing that as well. But what I also like to hear is that you guys didn't necessarily play it safe, right? You didn't go in there and say, Hey, we're just going to make, yeah, we're going to make our self-titled extend it to a full length. You didn't do that. You said, we're going to throw a lot of things together. And, and another thing I'm going to ask as well is 
you definitely have, you know, that electronic element in what you're doing as well, but you, you're able to balance it out really, really well. And it seems like you're doing this on the full length as well with the diversity that you have. So when you guys are together and you're trying to make that music, how do you know, do you guys just know each other for so long that you're like, Hey, we know what direction we want to go in, in this particular song. Basically like when we were writing the album, uh, we spent two months at the studio, you know, not back to back, but like separated, you know, the first month, all it was about was like, you know, what's the vibe today? Like, what do you guys want to do? And we do have that, that chemistry, like knowing each other for so long that like everybody just goes off each other's mood and vibe and all that stuff. And then, you know, write bangers. Nice. No, that, I mean, (laughs) what else can I say? Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's super like personable in the band and know each other pretty well. So if someone's like off, it might be a goofy song day, not goofy, but it'll be an emotional song day or if everyone's in a jamming mood and feels heavy and wants to hit people, then there's your deathcore songs, you know? So it kind of all works in, <laughs> in unison to that extent. <laughs> no, that's we have that So where we, uh, you know, went to write a more, uh, to write a heavier song. And we've, uh, we ended up that day writing a pretty light song. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, it just, it really, it can change, you know, it can fluctuate. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the way to be in a lot of things right now because people do seem to be adding a lot of genres you know if you want to call the overarching the scene right you've got metalcore you got post hardcore but you're also adding in electronic core you're adding in some rapping you're adding in a lot of different things to make this an amalgamation so people's attention spans i guess is the best way to put it are not there the way they used to be. So yeah. if you're hitting them with something different, if you're going from metalcore to deathcore or deathcore to rock or you have a ballad or whatever it happens to be, it's going to keep people's attention. Yeah, it's kind of like a roller coaster of emotion and sound and like, you know, if you get bored on roller coasters, you should probably get off <laughs> and go somewhere else. <laughs> so, if people are going to get bored on this roller coaster, they should probably go find something else. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. Though. No, it definitely caters the the older, I mean this respectfully, older rock people, sure. I would think. Uh, the newer age metal kids, older deaf head kids, you know, I, I really <laughs> think it'll kind of cater to a little bit of everybody for sure. So, Well, to be honest, I mean, I, <laughs> what, you know, I, I've heard a lot of, I've heard a variety of ages say that they like our music you know i've heard people in their 50s 60s and 70s say that they love our music and that we have incredible songs i've heard people in their teens uh you know 20s and all over the spectrum of ages you know yeah well i think i I think one of the first thing i think maybe maybe this is one of the reasons why you guys hit so so well out of the gate because like i said i mean you guys really did. It's, it's like I said, unbelievable what you were able to accomplish, not based on a lack of talent, not based on shitty music. You were able to get where you are so quickly because of how universal your music sounds, at least to me. When I heard it, I was like, if there were actual radio stations anymore, there is no way that you guys wouldn't be on a rock station. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, no, for absolutely. sure. Yeah, it's it's a talent to be able to because right now I would say and I don't know if you guys have heard it or if you even feel the same way, but a lot of times 
radio rock or the quote unquote radio rock is looked down on because people assume that's selling out or, you know, they've dumbed down, quote unquote, dumbed down their music to make it uh, accessible to the masses. But there's a way to be universal where you've got the talent, you've got the music, you're putting everything together the way that it should be. And that also translates to more people liking it as well. And you guys seem to be on that path, you know, besides the other the other path that we don't want to talk about. You guys seem like that's the right direction and that's what you guys are doing. And that's what's so impressive. Yeah, it's like, I know you're going to have like the don't talk about it. We call that butt rock. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, I'll say it. Um, yeah, no, it's it's not that at all. You know, I definitely like that kind of music and a lot sure. of people do, you know, but everyone's so quick to, oh, they sold out. No, we didn't sell out. Just wait for, I'll say, until I wake September 9th and then yeah. you can figure it out. <laughs> there we go. That's no, that's definitely the way to go. Well, look, guys, yeah. I, I want to do a round circle and then I have another question, but I wanted to ask, you know, because we, you know, I know you guys are busy for sure. Uh, I wanted to check with the album coming out on September 9th. This is your first full length album, obviously. What, what does it mean to you guys? Are you just super excited? Are you nervous? What is the prevailing feeling for each one of you? I don't know who wants to start on that. I know that we each have something different. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, (laughs) I guess for me, uh, there's a song on there in particular that, you know, uh, Cody was nice enough to allow me to share my experience in the writing of that and oh. kind of touch on it, um, you know, in the midst of that experience. So to have that on the record is really important to me. Yeah. Um, extremely important to me. And uh, aside from just that, though, it's just, I feel like this we're here. This is our, this is our life. You know, this is this band. I mean, until I wake, we are until I wake, you know? And I mean, this is a huge part of who we are. This is a huge part of our lives. You know, we've spent the past three years grinding at this and, uh, it means a hell of a lot to finally be able to hear people or finally have people (laughs) hear, you know, these songs. Right. So that's for my end. I would say, this is Ryan. I would say that, uh, <laughs> that for me, there's no nerves. Uh, I'm stoked. I think people are going to love it. And if they don't like certain songs or whatever, you know, there's going to be something on there that they do like. Right. And, uh, ultimately the album's diverse, like you've mentioned and all that. So it's just a bunch of excitement for me. Very cool. Alex. Yeah. I'd have to say the same. I'm, I definitely get like, not nervous or like good nerves, you know, for mm-hmm. finally, releasing a full length album as a musician myself. You know yeah. what I mean? I've, I was never able to do that. Like it's, so it's so cool being able to be talking about this like right now and getting ready to post stuff for it and get everyone pumped. So I'm, I'm like super excited about it. I get emotional in a good way, you know, that oh, yeah. I'm in this situation and with my best friends in this band and I'm just, yeah, I'm super excited for everything to come. Very cool. Cody, what about yourself? Uh, I would, I don't think I'm nervous about it. No, I think, no, I think it's just purely, uh, excitement. Yeah. Like I get excited thinking about, uh, people hearing these songs. I get excited about, uh, thinking about how we have a new music video coming out tomorrow at midnight, technically Friday, but 
you know, tomorrow, like I'll wake up and be like, Oh man, we got hope you're happy coming out at midnight and it's going to be sweet. Yeah, no, it's exciting, man. It is. Yeah, no, no. I I would imagine, like I said, this will come out, you know, closer to when the album comes out, but, I, I mean, I do have a question. I haven't seen the music video yet because obviously it comes out, you know, midnight and everything tomorrow. But when you guys do music videos, I've seen the previous ones that you've done. What is your favorite part about making that? Because I see I see you guys rocking out in each one of them. Do you guys plan on putting like a storyline into these at some point? As for Cody, it's funny you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean the music videos that we did for the EP, the self-titled all kind of had like a storyline to them. And then with all the singles that we've released off this new album so far, it's only been uh, performance stuff. But I think, you know, at the time that this podcast or radio show comes out, um, hope you're happy, which is the one we're releasing tomorrow will be out. But yeah, yeah, no, that, uh, this, this music video we're releasing, uh, next called hope you're happy does, uh, it, it does go back to having like, kind of like a storyline to it. It's not just like jamming. Sure. And then I think from here on out, I know we want to continue to, to try to do it. Cause they're, they're more fun to watch. I sometimes, uh, having the performance ones are cool, but yeah, no, after, uh, after taking a break from them for a bit, mm-hmm. I think I want to go back to trying to have some sort of storyline to each of the yeah. videos that we'd come up with and even making them more in depth and more like kind of movie ish. Once oh, we, sure. you know, get bigger yeah. as a band and have more opportunities to do crazier stuff and bigger budgets and all that. Yeah. I want to kind of try to turn, uh, everything into like a little, movie type situation oh, very cool. connect to it more too you know there's a lot more emotion that goes into it and you can really see what like almost see visually what the song's about instead of just listening to it right yeah so. i think my favorite way that cody had mentioned it in a past interview is that it's like until i wake's own multiverse where like there's easter eggs in, in ah. parts of music videos that relate to other things yeah that's like that was that. like a few of the uh the ep songs they had mm-hmm. like little easter eggs or kind of like went into each other you know like a story yeah no, that's that's and great. Since like three, you know, three of the songs that we've already released so far off of this off of this upcoming album, that you know, three of them are only performance videos. You know, yeah. Octane and Such Ahead and Fake are all strictly performance videos. Mm-hmm. You know, so to add another one onto the album would just be weird and too much. So it's it, we definitely, in that sense, we definitely want to add add a little bit more story to it now you know it just it definitely requires a lot more in a lot of ways but it's it's totally worth it totally worth it yeah i would i would think just from an outsider's perspective i mean i've been on music video sets and i've talked to bands over the years that have you know talked about their experience especially doing the performance videos themselves and it just seemed awful to me (laughs) In most cases, you're just doing the same thing over and over again and not getting to play your instruments and not singing and trying to put all that together. It seems like even though it's more in depth and and a different kind of extra work to do to have the storyline, you guys might get a lot out, a lot more out of it when you do something like that. Yeah, Yeah, we always have a lot of fun doing it. I don't think we've ever. I mean, yeah, you got to like uh play through you got to do it like a million times but yeah uh i think like 
with the guy we work with, uh, we're like pretty where we like became friends with them. And so going to do music videos for us is a lot of fun. And oh, yeah, doing the story stuff is always a lot of fun. It's like because we're all, we don't like get like actors and stuff. I mean, I'm sure we'll have like people that do that eventually once we get like onto some bigger, crazier videos. But sure. it's kind of just like us hanging out and like making video. I don't know. It's just a lot That's of fun. Cool. No, that's yeah. uh, out of all the years that I've been doing this, you are the first band to say they ever like <laughs> <laughs> just the performance videos. <laughs> so I'll, all right, I'll throw a wrench in it slightly, not a big one, but a sure. little wrench. So um, we still love the performance videos, everything, oh, everything about the videos, but um, the foundations music video got super, super sweaty. Oh, Everybody oh, was just was sweating hard. and like the, <laughs> the sweating hard. part of it was miserable. The rest of it was awesome. So right. I used to bitch about, cause a lot of our music videos have been filmed during the dead of winter. Yes. So well, Buffalo, freeze right. is all hell. <laughs> and like, you have to look cool in the videos. So we're usually in no more than one layer or less. Right. And <laughs> you know, to, to be doing that foundations video was like, damn. All right. I kind of appreciate the winter shoots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As is there more ways to, to play getting straight up naked during this shoot is that all right <laughs> can we just turn the foundation shoot into like a blink 182 shoot there you <laughs> yeah go. That, was, that was fucking brutal because i have to be in the background playing and for each solo shot like so i get to play it a hundred get to play the song a hundred times so i definitely suffered yeah suffered <laughs> alex <most. laughs> alex always gets the worst during music videos i think he has to play his drums he has to play that song on drums like 50 times yes. and he's yeah. sweating by the end of it yeah yeah <laughs> trying to look hot and i'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's more the experiences i've had so that that makes a lot more sense to me but but that's got to be tough i mean the other thing too i mean this is very cliche but i mean living in boston i was very for for a long time very used to, even though I hated the cold and I hated the snow, I love you, it. you do kind of get used to it. And I actually was almost, as of two months ago, maybe, was almost moving to Buffalo. Oh, sure. That would have had, I mean, your winters are completely different than, than Boston. But then especially now being in Austin, it's tough to to really acclimate yourself to this type of weather. And you guys have been touring around for a while now. So it's got to be difficult for you to go to, from someplace like Buffalo to an Austin, to a Texas, you know, out here on the West oh, Coast. Yeah, yeah you're going to be sweating like crazy. Yeah, we, we were, like yeah, <laughs> we were, uh, that was my first time out that way. Yeah, we started in New Mexico oh, or yeah. in Texas and all that. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> It's brutal, man. It was different. We, I was definitely not ready or acclimated. My body was not uh, yeah, acclimated for, yeah. for that. No, I, I think it takes a while because I, I mean, people are telling me here as I, you know, just moved down here. They tell me, oh yeah, you'll be, you'll be good by October or something like that. I'm like it's a hundred and five degrees out. I love it. I love the heat, but I don't know if bodies actually do get used to that. Is that a thing? Um, or, I actually can touch on that oh, because. Okay. I moved out to California, Southern California, uh, few, several years ago. I'm mm-hmm. um, obviously born and raised in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but I got you. I mean, dude, I think it's like dependent on the person for sure. Okay. Everybody's different, but I adjusted to it pretty well. Nice. Um, okay. And then adjusted pretty well to coming back to Buffalo, <laughs> you know. Gotcha. But yes. <laughs> I think a lot of it's a mental mind fuck too. Yeah. 
Are you going to yeah. be a trooper? Or are you going to be a little bitch? Right. <laughs> well, uh, dealing with August all the time, he's either going to sweat in a leather jacket or freeze in a leather jacket. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had similar experiences. I, I totally get that. All right. Well, <laughs> he's not wrong. No, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. So yeah, that's I just wanted to go over that a little bit because I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the new music video. I'm looking forward to seeing any other future music videos. Obviously, I mean, talking about going back to kind of the storyline with the Easter eggs. That sounds great to me. That's really the only time that I really connect with music videos is when it has something like that. I'm really looking forward to that because I will normally connect with you guys live when you're playing. So that's the performance that I connect to the most, but it is always good to be able to watch those music videos to hear the new music as well. So that that's very cool. All right, let's, I, I'm going to ask this question, which is not something I normally do, but it's probably better to ask it this way. Is there anything before we wrap up tonight is there anything that you guys wanted to talk about with the new album with something else that I might have missed at all? Pre-save the album. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> I will have links in the description of the episode so that everyone can not only go to your website, the pre-save, but then also all of your uh, socials as well. Oh, perfect. Awesome, yeah. Nice. Make it very, very easy for everybody. So was that was that it? Was there anything else that I missed? Anything <laughs> you know that you wanted to go over album-wise or I, anything? I don't think that there's much else other than uh, people should get prepared for an emotional and musical roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. All right. Well, before we end, and I want you guys to stay on the line, we'll say our goodbyes and stuff, but stay on the line for a second. I want to also ask this question once again, probably cliche, but I legitimately love this topic and I don't get to ask a lot of people it since you are from Buffalo. I don't know if any of you are vegetarian or vegan, but you got to tell me your favorite wing place in Buffalo because I've been to some of them and I want to know which ones are your favorites. Mine is somewhere. No (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Say that again. August is vegetarian. Okay. So Um, we can cut that out. Unless are there vegetarian wings at some places now? I I hope not. Okay. (laughs) Um, but the rest of us like to eat food, so. <laughs> um, Alex, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, my favorite wing place, no one's probably ever heard of it. It's like probably 45 minutes south of Buffalo, New York. It's uh, Zor Valley. It's called the Zor Valley Inn. Just a little. Wow. Just a little tiny, yeah, little place, literally in a valley. Mm-hmm. They have the best chicken wings, in my opinion, hands down, for what, sure. So, What's the big thing about it that stands out to you? The place itself? Yeah, well, the the type of, is it a type of wings? Is it, is it the sauce? What is the big thing for you? It's kind of everything. So you go to a lot of other places and their chicken wings are very small. Oh. You know, it looks like they're, yeah, it looks like chickens were just born. And they rip the wings off them, not to be brutal, but it's gotcha. like. Yeah, this place have huge, I guess you call them jumbo chicken wings, mm-hmm. and their sauces are amazing, and they're crispy the way they should be made. So, nice. And then, yeah, <laughs> there yeah you go. with blue cheese uh, only. Like, that's, <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's, that's my best, in my opinion. They're a really small spot no okay. one ever heard of, but yeah, they're great. That's very cool. I would say, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty typical. I would just go with, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, wow. Sponsored, Terrible. Holy sponsored, shit. Terrible. No. I was I, not I expecting really that. I, I haven't really had many other wings. I mean, like everybody rages about Duff's, but I've been to Duff's like once and I it's probably just got a burger and no wings. 
Um, so <laughs> yeah, I would go Buffalo wing. Wild Wings, typical, whatever. You know, maybe I'm not a wing person, but gotcha. those wings are fine for me. Okay. Um, so Buffalo Wild Wings should sponsor the band because that'd be cool, even if we. Yeah, that would yeah. be fucking cool. That's for sure. That would be sweet. Uh, Before I went vegetarian, I, I I went to Bar Bill all the fucking ah, time. Okay. For sure. I know that yeah. one. I heard that's the place. Yeah, yeah I heard, the place, I heard that's the sure. place. You know, I'm not, I don't chase the wings. Sure. So I just, you know, I'm a burger dude. It's always burgers everywhere. So ah. when I do have wings, it's, you know, I mean, it's literally, it's okay. A pizza joint called Franco's yep. or I guess Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'm not crazy about like wings, but okay. uh, wings are sick. I just don't have a spot. Well, let me, <laughs> well, let me tell you the next time, I mean, next time, hopefully that you guys are down in Austin for a tour, I will definitely be going to see you. There's a, uh, very divey burger place that is called, oh shit. What's it? Oh my God. I'm going to, I forgot it. And it, cause I just moved here and I forgot it. Oh shit. Terrible. I'll tell you all fair. <laughs> I fucked up. I just totally fucked up. I will let you know. Uh, though off air because I was blown away by this dive bar burger. It was so fucking good. Oh yeah. I love burgers. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know. Uh, Cody, are you a wing guy? Do you have a suggestion for this? Uh, yeah. My suggestion is don't listen to Ryan. Uh, if you're, if you <laughs> yeah, live in, in Buffalo, New York, then yeah. the last place you would go to is Buffalo Wild Wings. Cause that's a <laughs> <laughs> whole chain that's everywhere and it's nothing like the actual wings in buffalo i would yeah. say like literally go to any small mom local mom and pop pizzeria in okay. buffalo and i would i would be willing to bet they got good stuff any other state i was ever in i don't know if i would trust their local pizzerias but if you're in buffalo you yep. can trust your whatever local uh pizzeria is around you to have good stuff okay all right, just All right, let me let me nine shout times out, out of ten. Yeah, let me shout out the burger joint. Let me shout yes. out. All right, so TGIF Fridays. Uh, <laughs> it's not just local. They got the best burger. It's now called the Whiskey Glaze Burger. That's the best burger you can get anywhere that you go. Whiskey Glaze Burger is number one. Because uh, I'm a burger guy, so I'm a fan of TGI Fridays. Uh, yeah, that's a good place. If they want to give us free food. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys that'd be sick. Plug all the corporations you want to get free food. <laughs> Anything that helps. <laughs> Now, by the way, the burger place I was talking about in Austin is called Casino El Camino, and it's on Sixth Street. So oh, it'll be good. close you know to El yeah, it'll be close to wherever you would end up playing. That's for sure. Perfect. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> guys, thank you so much uh, for doing the show today. I am very excited for Inside My Head for sure. Yep. So once again, guys, stay on the line. We'll say our goodbyes offline. But I wanted to thank. Until I wake, Cody, Ryan, August, and Alex. This is probably one of the smoothest multiple people, the entire band being on one Zoom that I've ever been a part of. So thank you so much. Oh, hey. <laughs> we just want to have fun and have a good time. So thanks yeah, for having exactly. us. Yeah, thank you very much. Absolutely. So we'll say it one more time. September 9th on Fearless Records. It's inside my head. Once again, guys, until I wake, remember that name if you don't know it already. I'm pretty sure you do, but if you don't, make sure to start listening to them right away. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.